This is the Food Factor Podcast, the show that talks about the connection between your health and what you eat or don't eat. I'm your host, Stephanie Mahachek, clinical nutritionist, health coach, science nerd, perma student, and mother of four. I love dogs, babies, and most of all, talking about all things health, wellness, and the weirdness of the human body. Thank you for being here. All right, thank you for joining me again on another episode of the Food Factor Podcast. I am Stephanie Mahachek. I am so glad you are here because you do not want to miss out on my guest for this episode. She's back. This is my one of my favorite guests that I've had, and she has agreed to come back and talk more with us about mindset, around fitness, around changing things up with new seasons of life. And of course, I'm talking about the wonderful, the lovely Simone Mac or of Smack Fitness. So previously, she was on an episode where we did talk a little bit more. It was prior to the holidays. Uh, we talked a little bit more about fitting in workouts around the holidays and not pushing it off until January. Well, now I have been getting a lot of questions from clients and from people in the community around fitness and around Um, exercise during the summer months. Now that the kids are off school and schedules are changing, they want to know and they have questions around fitness in the summertime specifically. So I asked Simone a few questions, but really just opened up the conversation. She has been a friend of mine for a while. So it was basically just the two of us chatting for about an hour, which is always fun for us. Um, But we go over a lot of things on this episode and how to you know, recognize what season of life you're in, recognize how your workouts need to evolve with the season of life and with the the seasons in general changing and how you can continue to support yourself and how it doesn't have to be hard. We always seem to make things harder than they need to be. And sometimes simplicity is key. So we talk a lot about that and how just simple steps to fit fitness into your day and your life and what she does and what I do and what she tells her clients to do and how busy families and even single parents can help encourage healthy habits around fitness and mindset with their kids. So I hope you enjoy this episode with Simone. All right, we are back with the awesome, the amazing Simone from Smack Fitness. How are you, Simone? Wonderful, wonderful. How about you? I am doing so great. I'm so glad that you're back. I was just before we hit record, I was finding the episode that you were on previously. And for those who haven't caught that episode, it is episode 45, where we talk about fitness myths, mindset, and motivations. And that was honestly, up until recently, that was one of my most downloaded episodes. Yay! You, I know. <laughs> you did get bumped off by, I think it was the topic of, uh, I want to say it was like fatty liver disease or something. So oh, wow. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's, it's very prevalent. Um, but, but up until then it was all, all you, you were leading the, the, the charge with that. And for good reason, because your, your philosophy, your methods, your amazing, ness around fitness is so refreshing. And when people start to learn about you and when, when they see you on Instagram and they see your videos and your reels and all of that, they, I think it's a refreshing change that people are not used to seeing because you're out there not focusing on how many calories does this burn and how you can eat that and balance this and all of that. You're talking about doing it for people's internal motivations and their own self good and their own self care. And it's amazing to see that shift in people's kind of perspective. So 
Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so last time we talked, it was right before the holidays. And we talked a little bit about holidays and fitting workouts in and exercise in. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but people had a lot of excuses back then and, and reasons. I shouldn't say excuses. That's a little harsh, but more reasons around why they wanted to postpone exercise. They're like, holidays are here. We talked a little bit about it. The holidays are here. I, I don't have time to work out. I don't, I'll just push it until January. Right. And now that summer's here, do you yeah. feel that people are still kind of struggling with where to fit exercise in? Uh, so, you know, it's just a little, it's just very different. So at first it was, it's a summer trend. So we're going to do a summer, summer hot body challenge or this beach body challenge or this like get thin, skinny challenge. And then like the cool thing about, you know, normalizing, like just normalizing, this is my body. This is where I am. Sit in it, live in it. It's like some of this is what you get. You get, this is the body. This is the body that you're going to get. And so, uh, I love that. But um, yeah, there's still a lot. I mean, because you think about it, you have parents and I speak as a parent, same with you, parents that are transitioning to their kids new schedules. I mean, our schedules don't change, but our children's schedules change. And so we've got to then try to weave those schedules in with, okay, so how do I still get this in? And how do I still get those in? At the same time, I've got people that this is a non-negotiable like my health and wellness, I can't do this two and five-year-old if I can't do me first. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's 10 minutes or 45 minutes, or, I mean, you've seen me before, I've got a two-year-old in my hand, tossing him up, running with him up and down the driveway. You just include them in and you move forward because no matter what it is, you're exerting energy, those endorphins, you're getting, you're getting movement in. And that is really what the focus is. You, you've got to get some movement in. Yes. And I love your videos there. I mean, seeing your boys just have a ball <laughs> with you while you're working out or dancing or just having fun. And I think that's key. I, I think people have gotten so almost over, over intense about what a workout should look like mm -hmm. when it could literally be you turn on some music and you're dancing around for 15 minutes while dinner's cooking or whatever. Like it doesn't have to be this, oh, I did three reps of that and 14 sets of this. And I mean, it doesn't have to be that rigid. Uh, okay. And that's, I think you see that in your videos a lot. Well, and it, it's perspective because the people, like some of your people that are looking toward, okay, so you know, there's that whole imposter syndrome and like, you're like, oh, I need to do more of this. I need to guide my clients more of this way. The reason they come to you, they come to you for exactly what it is that you offer. I offer fun. I offer energy. And I'm going to make sure that uh, just because Susie down the street is doing, you know, jump lunges. Well, if your knees can't handle jump lunges, why would I put you through that? It's not a cookie cutter thing. It's what works for you and it's it's customized for your body. And that's the other thing, like I, I tell people, if it's not fun for you, like if there's not a little fun factor in it, then it, it, it doesn't work. Like bringing that community together to do it with somebody is wonderful. Um, and you got to find what that is and work in it. So yeah. hundred percent. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about your communities. Cause last time you were on, we did talk about your, your amazing community that you've built up, but also some of those workouts that you do with them. 
and, and how you encourage them. And before we hit record, you told me a little bit about what you've been encouraging them with lately. And I thought it was amazing, uh, almost borderline, like the affirmation type of thing, but that's Yay. something that you kind of pepper in with just being part of your community. So do you want to talk about that? Sure. So, uh, and, the, and before we talked about that, we talked about uh, what stands out in my head right now is do it anyway. Do it in fear. Fear, do it anyway. That's so, bravery, right? It's being yeah. afraid and doing it anyway. Yeah. yeah. The courage is doing it anyway. So um, the check method. So it's basically, um, do you check yourself before you start? Like when you open your eyes, as soon as you open your eyes, I am capable. So you're capable of doing whatever is in front of you that day. Put it out there. I'm human. So yes, I'm capable of doing this workout, but guess what? I'm human. It's okay to make mistakes. There is no perfect in any of this stuff, no matter what you hear or see, there's no perfection. E is for energy, your energy, bring it to whatever it is that you're doing. Do I have the energy to put into this workout? Do I have energy to put into this job? Whatever it is that's in front of you, put energy into it so that it, it, it grows, so that it's fruitful. Um, Community. Um, are you embodying the community? Are you putting yourself in a community that's going to allow you to be capable of doing the work and still be human at the same time? That community, that group, that core group of people that support you, that encourage you, that push you a little bit uh, is important and kind. Are you being kind to yourself when you're doing these workouts, when you're when you're looking at what other people are doing? Are you reminding yourself, hey, I'm being kind to myself by giving myself this walk. Um, it's not it's not something that I have to do. It's something that I can do. You know, oh, I have to do this workout. No, you're fortunate to be able to do this. Like remind yourself of that. Be kind to yourself and be kind to those people in, in your community. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So check in, just check yeah. in with yourself. I love that. I love, first of all, I love things that turn into other things, <laughs> like a yeah. word that turns into multiple words. I love yeah. that. Um, but yeah, like the, the whole, um, you know, switching the mindset from you have to, to you get to is yes. I think such a key thing that people tend to just gloss over. Cause we're like, Oh, so many things on my to-do list. I have to do this. I have to do that. And like, no, you get to do all of them. And when you, when you shift it to that, that's an immediate softening to me of, of anticipation of like just softening some of that to get it out of the way and just get it done and reframe it into something that's a benefit to you. And, and, and who made that checklist anyway? Right. Who who made that to-do list? Mm -hmm. Did you make it? Or as you were scrolling, did you see, oh, I probably should do this. Let me add this. I should do this because I'm super mom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you could see my, my to-do list, it's like, it's more of like my, oh, don't forget this eventually list because I'll just like write it out and it's like super long. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, I was supposed to do that. I should probably do that today. <laughs> I'm gonna do that one today and I'll cross it off. Look, so I created these, I they're simple. It's a little notepad. My good friend Rachel um taught me about brain dumping. And yeah. sometimes we just get super duper full. So I made these little notepads. They got smack fitness at the top and they say keep momenting. And anytime I get super full, this, just fill it up. Oh. Get it out so that you have space. Yes. Oh, I love that. I need a notepad. I'm going to get you one of those. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, but you know, I, the, the check yourself kind of thing too. And I just had a conversation with somebody about this from the nutrition perspective, because they had a, a place where they were getting on autopilot when they were going into the grocery store, which many of us do. Like if you're crunched for time, 
uh, and you have to go to the grocery store, you kind of hit the same aisles over and over again. And then um, you, you maybe pick up a few extra things because it's just what you always get. And you don't think about it. But she was intentionally trying to shift that to I'm going to get this because I need this and I need that and I need this and that's it. And she was finding that before she was, you know, finding herself in the bakery department and getting cakes and cookies and things that she doesn't want. They don't serve her right now with what her goals are and what her health is. Um, but that's just what she always did. And she'd have a slice of cake on the way home or she'd have some cookies or whatever. And she was really trying to be intentional about that. And so one of the things that we worked on was doing a check, doing a self check before she even goes into the store, because that is a way to imprint her on what she's doing and bring her into that moment of what she's doing. You talk about momenting, like bring her into this moment. I am present. I am, I'm focused on these four things that I need to get and what I'm doing. And, and more importantly, what getting those things will do for her mm -hmm. when she gets them home. So that was a, one thing that she was really going to try out and just as a way to be present with herself. But I'm assuming that easily that could happen with fitness as well. If we get to the point where we wake up and we're like, oh, I'm not feeling it today or for whatever reason, how would you kind of encourage somebody to check in with themselves uh, when it comes to that? If they're really feeling like, I don't, I don't know if I want to work out today. Yeah. So, um, kind of shifting the mindset, like you're talking about that, um, and changing your words is like super key. So a lot of people have used like, you gotta be so intentional. So, and I just feel like it's just like, that like kind of overused. So I'm like, our word is we're momenting. Okay. So, um, you, you can use the check. Am I capable of getting some movement in today? Absolutely. What does that look like? Well, it does not look like me going to the gym today and that is okay. Uh -huh. But what I do need you to do is to get some movement in something that's outside of your sitting at your desk or standing in one place or, sleeping or something that's outside of the ordinary something that allows you to move um reconnect and feel energized again yes i love that yeah and having different expectations i mean i think we've all set so many expectations on ourselves of like what a perfect day would look like or what a perfect workout has to be and there's no such thing no i mean and i speak from being officially you know like over 40 and what that workout looks like for me now my workouts have totally transitioned from you know being ifbb figure fitness you know three sets chest back and shoulders and then you know glutes hamstrings like my workouts don't look like that anymore and i feel like i'm at my healthiest right now because i have really taken time to listen to listen and look at what my body does from what it does when I eat certain foods, um, how it feels after certain workouts. Like I know that um, lifting heavy is fun for me. I pay for it after it. Um, I know that I like um, quick tuck jump stuff. Do I, but I like that for me. Do I put that on my clients or my groups? Absolutely not. It serves no purpose. It just is just to show you that I can pop out, pop in, tuck jump. It's, it's, it's cute. It's great. Um, <laughs> and, and I love my Pilates because I like how long and tall and strong I feel after it. Uh, so yeah, I, I love that you said you feel tall after Pilates because you're like what five three or five four? Five two. <laughs> five five two. two. 
Because I'm five, five, I'm five five, and I do feel like I'm five ten when I walk out of there, and I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. so tall, but it's not the case. Um, but I, I appreciate it because we've never talked about that, but I'm glad that you said it. I feel yeah. like, um, okay. So I have had some people ask, like, do I need to train differently? Or do I need to exercise differently? Like if I am in a good routine and have kind of been through a routine throughout the year, should I be training differently or exercise differently in the summer months? So, I mean, I think some of this, sometimes your workouts tend to evolve depending on what how your lifestyle moves so what i have noticed well i don't have a space so most of our workouts are outside so i know that that you know that plays a different that plays a role in how we work out we work out outside all year round the weather is cold or if it's rain and we find an indoor space but you know of course if you're working out outside it's a little bit warmer you're going to want to hydrate more but i like the transition from spring to summer where people can um let's test out how this workout these workouts that i've been doing three two to three times a week if they are um, making me stronger in other areas I went on a 10 mile hike, that type of thing. Or um, I felt a little bit um, stronger in my my breaststroke or my cross stroke today. Um, or I was able to like walk my kids a lot longer today. Or I just, I like doing, act. I think doing activities outside of the normal workout are good. Of course you should absolutely mix it up. Um, and I try, course if you're not working with a trainer um it's try, it's nice to try different things I have people that do my regular group classes and then they're like oh i'm gonna try your pilates class and they do that and they're like whoa this is something these are it's the tiny little little places that we don't get to because we train so you know big muscle you know major muscle groups you know all the time so it's those small spaces those areas that tend to go weak because of our daily activities so i think that it is key um, to add in say some workouts that are more restorative that um, focus on mobility and flexibility especially if you're doing a lot of high intensity workout or just straight you know big box bodybuilding like straight muscle group workouts i think it's important to incorporate some full body movements some flowy work that's that stuff is important because we are in such um different places and sedentary um in in a few things we all ha are a little bit more sedentary um now yeah 100 percent. yeah, yeah. Um, and especially you know you'll talk to any chiropractor and there's an actual diagnosis now called text neck you know, for yeah. people listening on the podcast, it was a video going on. So she was imitating like texting, but yeah, that, that is a thing it's called text neck. And so if you're not going to get up and do and stretch and, and work with somebody who can help you correct that posture, you will absolutely, uh, put some damage into your, your neck. And, and that can of course lead to a host of different things. So, um, okay. Well, and with parents too, like you had mentioned that schools are out now, um, you know, the kids are are home for the most part. Some people are doing camps and whatever, but but that is a different change in the mentality of a of a how a family runs, the dynamic, if you will. Um, especially if there are work at home parents like me who are now, you know, throwing the kids in the backyard while you hop on a Zoom call with Simone. <laughs> like here, here's some water balloons, have fun. Um, but how how would you get parents or how do you talk with parents about encouraging their kids? to also get into a good routine or a good mindset even around exercise and movement? 
I guess, well, and I've been fortunate, I guess, for the most part, a lot of my clients, their kids are super active. They, um, they keep them in activities. I think what I like the most is over the summer, like, well, is it officially summer? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, well, I think it's in June sometime where we are right now, the kids are out of school. And so with like my Wednesday night community workout, uh, bring your kids, we're outside, we're in the park. Some parents come with their bikes, they, the kids bring their bikes, they bring their art supplies, just be outside and get some vitamin D. Like I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, so then there's no um, internet down at the park. So you don't need to bring the tablet or whatever, just, just bring your kids and let them run. Uh, I think, I think it's important for kids to see their parents being active so that they know. Uh, I don't always think like, I guess we're going through this thing now where a lot of people around us, their kids are in sports. And I'm not really in, we're not really in a place where we're interested in like, pushing the boys into any sport we just want them to be active because for some kids it's great for team building it doesn't always be, build team building building some other things come out of it there's bullying that comes out of it you know so it's different for everybody i just want them to be active so both my boys they swim mm -hmm. um, which is great because yeah. um, it's important that they know how to swim they love the water and then we don't do a whole lot of sports stuff at home but like when they have play dates, like I saw Simeon kick the ball for the first time. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, he, <laughs> he can do really, that. <laughs> he can do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and back and forth with another kid, I was like, oh, okay. You, you're a little bit athletic. Okay. This is great. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? It's not something that I'm like forcing, like forcing on him. I think when it's stuff like that, it's like forced on them and they don't want to do it. We tried karate. He didn't want to do it. Yeah. We tried it. Yeah. Hey, and I don't have to pay for it. So yeah. I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the complete opposite. With four kids, I'm like, one of you is getting a scholarship somewhere. So you better be good at sports. No, I'm totally kidding. Kind of. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I love that. And just incorporating. And I think like you were alluding to kind of normalizing exercise and movement as, as the parent. And, and incorporating the family dynamic into that and, and having people and, and even for I mean, I'm sure we both have clients who um, maybe didn't grow up as with an active lifestyle. And there's a lot of people like that. And it's okay. And now they're starting to kind of come out of their, their shell and their movement shell. And now they want to incorporate that and they see the benefit and they see the value and they want that for their kids. And so like, I think, um, yeah, showing them that, oh, mommy goes and works out at the park or we go for a walk after dinner as a family, or let's go and just kick a ball and run around. And, you know, I, I don't think anyone has to be a soccer star or a baseball star to right. just simply hit the ball around or kick the ball around with their kids. Yeah. I like that movement shell. <laughs> Not <your> movement shell. <laughs> it's like a cocoon. You're just blasting into this butterfly. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I think and, and that's one of the things too, that I, I see a lot as far as the nutrition side of things are people are so afraid of, and these are their words that they're afraid that their bad nutrition habits are going to rub off on their children. And so they are starting to kind of go at it and, and talk more about healthy eating with their kids and maybe making some changes, but incorporating the all encompassing part of health, which is the fitness and which is the sleep and which is the stress management and all of those things that incorporate into health. Um, showing your kids all of that, not just nutrition, not just fitness, but all of that is so important, which I think you do such a beautiful job of incorporating the mindset and just the, um, the, the internal part of that, which goes unsaid a lot with, mm -hmm. especially when they're trying to be a role model for their kids. Yeah. 
No, I mean, we have, I have two exact opposite kids, like one that eats everything and one that does not eat, like he's like nuggets, macaroni and applesauce and we're good. But he will drink like a smoothie. So like, I'm like, okay, I can get the greens in this way. Um, but he's also like super active and super buildy. So it's, it's kind of like, you got to figure out to take your choose choose your battles like he will look at his tablet for a moment and then he's like okay i'm gonna build for the rest of for three more hours like and not even so i'm like okay i'm okay with you having nuggets because you're not staring at the screen all day so yeah yeah 100 yeah. oh i love that um all right so Another thing that kind of comes up, and, and this is just me picking your brain, but a, another thing that comes up a lot are people who maybe they've started getting a workout in, or they've started incorporating more workout routines, or they've gone to your Pilates class, and now they're like, oh, I'm so sore. <laughs> I feel sore all the time, or I'm sore after this workout. Um, what would you say to them? Should they continue to kind of like, you'll see a lot of people on Instagram being like, just power through, it's fine. Um, or, or what would you kind of say to them if they are feeling sore just acutely after a workout, but also if they're constantly feeling sore? Yeah. So, you know, there's domes, of course, that delayed onset muscle soreness, but I think it really depends on the person. If this is somebody who has just started a new routine, absolutely. We're going to keep working out. Um, and I'm going to make sure that we don't, we're not going to hit the same thing over and over again, but I'm going to ask, you know, where you're sore and you've got to learn the difference between like pain and discomfort. The other thing is after like, I've got a couple clients that are in these type of you know, situations all day. And so I actually prescribe them like stretching to do in between um, their Zoom calls or their their meetings like that must be done as preventative maintenance so that when we get to our workout, we're moving forward and not we're not moving backwards. Um, the soreness is going to come, but that's just because you haven't moved those parts before. Um, and then, you know, it's not the same muscle group over and over again. Soreness is good. Um, I love now that most of my clients is the first thing I ask, what are you feeling today? Mm. How do you feel? Uh, because obviously if your ankle is sore, I'm not going to put your ankle in some type of compromising position. Or if your low back is sore before we start the workout, we're going to go into some bridge work, some glute work to stabilize your trunk and make sure that you're ready, uh, to move through the rest of the exercises to activate those muscles. Perfect example. You sit all day this whole midsection is not activated. Uh, so we start with an activation exercise, then we move through because you could be working here and working lower half, but the middle's just like collapsing, just, just collapsing, just not connection. So before we start, we need to build connection and not even build connection in your mind, but build connection um, with your that's sorry, not even build connection with your body, but build connection with your mind. Okay. Yeah. Here I am with this resistance band. Okay. I feel my chest opening up. Oh, I feel my, my, my posture getting better. Okay. And then if I stand taller, I feel lengthened. I feel my adductors, my abductors working. I feel my ribs drawn down and I'm okay. I'm connected. Okay. So I feel good about this movement. Um, some people like to be sore, I'm not that trainer, like, and I'll say it again, I'm, I'm not that trainer, I am that coach. I'm gonna coach you through these movements because a lot of people have forgotten how to move. 
Like you see it, but the connection of what I'm saying to what I'm asking you to do does not always translate. Yeah. So um, soreness is, is, it's going to happen. And like I said, the difference between pain and discomfort um, is a big, big thing. And I think you should always be asked, you know, what are you feeling today? So we know, you know, what to be conscious of. And I work in an age group where, you know, low back issues, um, knee issues. I mean, we're, we're in that era. Honestly, it has nothing to do with age at this point. Like, it's just, you know, if you gain so much weight and you or you're a retired athlete that's done so much pounding or you've been walking in heels on cement floors for forever or you're in a, a job that's rote you do the same thing over and over again like wrist issues I see it all day long because of this or because of this or you know um yeah there's a lot of things that you have that should be worked through like training a client and working with a group is very different now. To me, it should be different now uh, because uh, everybody needs to know, you need to know your body and be able to feel it. Yeah, and I think that that so many of us now are so disconnected. We're disconnected with what our body is doing. Like if you go to a Pilates class and they're like, pull your ribs down. I'm like, how do I do that? It's like, we don't know what our body is like doing anymore, because whether it's because of being deconditioned from sitting at desks or in cars or whatever, or it's just that we've just completely disconnected with, with what we're doing. But again, with nutrition as well, people have not prioritized it for so long that they just go on autopilot and get the same foods or the quick stop fast food and grab and go type of stuff that they, they feel like, Oh, I don't know how to meal plan, or I don't know how to you know, do yeah. a workout or I don't know how to do any of that. Like, yes, you do. It's in there. You know how to do it. We just haven't, we're not in a routine with it. We're not, you know, it's not, it's not uh, at our forefront of our mind anymore because all these other things have taken over. So, and we have to, we have to learn to think through it. I mean, I think that's why, like, if I have anybody that's got like nutrition questions and concerns and I'm like, okay, so this is above my scope of practice. You really need to seek Stephanie out because she's going to explain it to you and make it simple. I just don't believe in it being so, so hard when it comes down to it. It What makes it hard is we have all these, um, this one and this diet and this plan and this plan and this plan. And it's like, so what do you actually like to eat? Or what, what actually feels good to you? Or first of all, what's your body not respond well to? Uh-huh. Let's not eat that. Yeah. I mean, that's the first thing that, that, that popped in my head when you said that you ask your clients, what are you feeling today? Mm-hmm. Because part of me, I'm like, immediately my mind went to tired. Like if somebody is like, I'm feeling tired today, there's a laundry list of reasons why, or is it because they trained really hard yesterday and they're overtrained, or is it because they didn't get enough sleep or is it because they're getting sick or is it because their nutrition isn't on par and they're eating foods that don't support their body and they can't generate enough ATP and energy to actually do a workout. So like that's, yeah, exactly. Like just, we have, we have forgotten to ask ourselves those simple questions of, of what do you need? We don't ask, we just assign. Yes. Yeah. Just assign. And, and my push is like the push right now, uh, with the group that I mean, I think it's like three to 5%. We use, lose about three to 5% of our muscle. I think like every decade or whatever. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. As we, as we age. And so I did a seven day like kind of commit to like seven days and just really focus on charting our protein. And you would not believe they're like, oh my gosh, like 
I'm not, yeah, no, you're not, you're not getting, you're not oh, getting. I do believe that. <laughs> I do. You're not getting enough. Yeah. And they're like, but, but how do I do it? But how do I do it? I'm like, they're like, well, I have like one egg and I'm like. Okay. So that's five grams. <laughs> yeah. That's five. Um, yeah, no, no, let's, let's up it. So the, the protein game mm. is a lot of fun because they know how to people, they know, you know, they know how to get the carbs and they know how to, they, they know how to get the carbs and they know how to get the vegetables for the most part. Um, and they, the, the protein is a hard thing and thinking of other sources outside of like meat, yeah, which can be difficult. And then fiber, the right kind of fiber, because like we immediately go to like, well, I had a, a bar and it's like full of fiber. And I was like, sawdust. <laughs> that does nothing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and like going back to the, the question about being sore, I mean, that's nutrition related as well. If people aren't getting enough protein and their muscle mass is deteriorating because they're putting, they're breaking it down and they're not building it it up, they're going to feel sore. So anyways, that was just totally an aside. Um, but no, you you have to fuel, fuel for your workout. Like, so what, and I have some that struggle and they're like, well, I just, okay. So workout's done. What are you going to go home and eat now? Your body can absorb sugar. This is the best right after your workout. Your body can absolutely absorb sugar and it needs protein. Like, so what are you going to do now? I'm going to go eat some cheese. And so, yeah, that's not the right answer. Um, (laughs) Let's go. Let's go pack it in. Like eat. Yes, I know. And and, yeah, and and the people who work out just to eat, (laughs) that's. That's another imbalance that I'm not exactly a huge fan of, but I hear that a lot, or I see that like those memes, yeah. I'm in the, like the running kind of world and I, and I see that like, oh, I'm going to run this five mile or so I can go have some beer later. I'm like, what? Let's just have half the beer. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a struggle. Um, and you mentioned too, before your, um, before we started, before we hit record kind of your latest catchphrase or I don't know what you I forgot how you worded it it's like your word keep momenting no it was like your other one of of you're just keeping like you're focusing on simplicity oh does check oh is that what is that combined is that the simplicity and check are the same oh just like just the check because it's the capable that's a c-h-e-c-k check Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Cause I think cause you had said, Oh, I'm, I'm really focusing on simplicity. I'm like, I love that. And then yeah, you did say the check. Part. Oh yeah. <laughs> just keep it, just keeping it simple. Um, because I think what's held me accountable is my what's in your bowl Wednesdays. Um, mm. uh, because of course we're in a new house. So I love my kitchen and I love to cook. So <laughs> thank you. just, uh, just sheet pan meals and repurposing is like, it's like a game to me now. It's like, okay, what's in the fridge? Like, what can I whip up with this? So like one night we're gonna just do the meal that I cook, which is like chicken breast and like all these roasted vegetables and then some rice. And then hmm, the next day, what am I do with that chicken? Oh, I'm gonna mix the vegetables with the chicken and I'm gonna make taco Tuesday. Okay, what are you gonna do on Wednesday? Ah, I still got some chicken left. I am gonna throw it on top of a salad and then I'm gonna slice up a baked potato that I had left and throw that in there and then make some homemade mustard vinaigrette dressing and put that over it. Going in my bowl. That's, and that's three days down, you yeah. know? So, you know, 
it's it's fun for me it's not fun for everybody and a lot of people don't have time for it and i think that's the hardest thing for me right now in what i do is i have clients that are getting the workouts in but i can't help them to see um it's hard to help them to plan number one because if they're not if they don't cook um they pick up and if they pick up they're like oh well it's i picked it up and it's healthy it came from such and such but like it's preserved like how long do you think it's, it's sat in that freezer like yeah well and i love that that people and i hear this a lot too i don't cook no you you can cook you're choosing not to like and, and really diving deeper into that the because choice. Yeah. And, and, and truly think like, is it a confidence thing where you just never taught? Do you need some YouTube lessons? Like, do you need some, somebody to just walk you through it? Can you take a cooking class? Like physically most adults now are capable of cooking. I even have a friend with a broken wrist right now, which she's cooking one-handed. Like she's physically capable of cooking. But um, you said it, that's that word again, capable. Yeah. Yeah. I had, to, I had a client yesterday or she came over. I don't know. I had a friend that came over two weekends ago and I had, I was like, are you hungry? And she's like, yes. So I did salmon, sweet potatoes and like made her a salad and did some mustard dress. I mean, it took mo- minutes and she was like, this is so good. I said, it's all made in the air fryer. <laughs> yeah. Text me two days ago, pictures. Who is this woman that I have become? Look at my meals, all of them packaged salad, salmon vegetables like she prepped her own food and i'm like she's like you have created a monster what else can i cook in this thing so i mean sometimes it's hard you're single i mean you work all the time you don't have kids so it's not like you have to prep but self is important that's you being kind to yourself i'm gonna make myself a meal i'm capable of doing it i'm human because i may not always do it but i have the energy right now to make this meal and you know what? My community supports me. They told me I could get an air fryer and here I am making this kind meal for me. Yeah. I'm serving myself. Because you deserve it and you need it and okay. it's good for you and your body is craving it. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sometimes that is a matter of they're like, wow, I'm really surprised myself that I could actually cook this. It's like, yes, you are very much, you have that ability to do that. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, other kind of reasons why people think it's going to take too much time. I don't have time or whatever, but like the air fryer is like 10 minutes. I mean, eight minutes, 10 minutes, you get an Instapot. It's like, I cooked an entire chicken in 20 minutes. <laughs> in an Instapot. Oh, I love it. It scares I me. But I love it. Yeah, no, I'm just going to do air fryer and crock pot. Mm. <laughs> you should come. I will, I will show you how to use Instapot. It's well, I sold my Instapot. Okay. Well, that's fine. All right. We don't have to agree on everything. That's fine. (laughs) It is an instant pot air fryer though. Okay. So you're (laughs) supporting the brand, I guess. (laughs) Yes. I mean, but yeah. And and again, just like workouts, cooking doesn't have to be hard. And like you were describing, like you're throwing some chicken in there. You're throwing some, some sweet potato in there. You're throwing some veggies in there. You're hitting the main components that you need to hit in a meal. It doesn't have to be gorgeous and pretty and like look chef quality. It just has to have the nutrients that your body needs. It's got the protein. It's got the healthy fats in there. It's got the complex carbs. It's got the vitamins A and C and E and all the things. You just have to get it in your body. That's that's the goal. So um, yeah, there are plenty of people that I have worked with and talked to and they're like, oh my God, you should have seen my dinner last night. It was this and that and this and it didn't make sense. But I'm like, good, (laughs) good. You just had a handful of frozen peas. Cool. I do that all the time on the way out the door. Um, yeah, so it doesn't have to be pretty. It could just be simple. It could just be leftovers thrown in a bowl. It 
it's all there. I mean, it's fine. So, and we don't say leftovers. We use the word repurpose. Oh, that's <laughs> bougie. I like it. It's so trendy. Nobody wants leftovers, but they can repurpose. <laughs> you know, it's all about how you word it. We have repurposed this meal. <laughs> I'm totally going to use that. Oh, leftover. I don't do leftovers, but I do repurposed. Yes. It's shabby chic. Oh my God. I instantly thought of like this couch that nobody wants. <laughs> upgraded with upholstery oh my goodness oh all right well do you have any kind of words of wisdom going into the summertime you know I can talk to death about eating local I know you're very active in the local community we were supposed to be at the farmer's market and that didn't happen but that's okay um <laughs> that was <kind> of my fault <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wouldn't have wanted to do there trust me you were sick so um but, uh, you know, eating local is a big thing, especially like in our area, there's so many farms that aren't being supported right now. And a lot of um, farms are closing down and, and um, people are yet still kind of in a food desert and feeling like they can't get to certain healthy sources of foods. Um, so what do you have people focus on, especially if they're not maybe able to have really high quality foods and, and maybe budget is a huge thing for them right now? Um, what do you kind of do? And I know we're kind of getting off track into like the, the nutrition side of things, but what do you kind of, how do you kind of work with them, um, with the fitness regards, but also incorporating healthier, like, uh, inexpensive ways of getting healthier foods? Yeah. So no, and this is perfect because at some point down that fitness path, we reach the point where your workout is strong. Like you feel stronger, but like, every you know you go down that road of okay well let's take our measurements let's look at our weight and you know some of that stuff doesn't change so then we've got then i've got to ask you so what are you eating um and are you serving are you serving yourself or are you sabotaging yourself like when you finish this workout are you going to have a you know what are you doing what's happening um so two things I am a super duper supporter of Jackson Farms. Um, they, he, Mr. Jackson, um, his son and his daughter-in-law, they are amazing. They actually just sent out an email about um, their boxes that they will offer. Um, so you can pick up your box of vegetables and it has a list of everything that you'll get. It's a great opportunity for people that don't know what to get to just get the box and experiment with it. It's fresh, it's local. Their blackberries are amazing. Um, when I was pregnant with my second kiddo, that's all I ate. And I think that's why he is like the berry master, like <laughs> to the point where I'm getting like four cartons of them. Like I just asked two weeks ago, I was like, are the um, blackberries ready? And she's, he said, I think so. They're turning red. So they're about ready, but like fresh greens, soft greens, um, vegetables that I've never seen or not cooked with before. Um, I love getting a box from him. And then the other thing is, it's like um, in Spartanburg, we have a new grocery store and some people love it or they hate it, but I like being able to go into Piggly Wiggly and get my, my meat. Um, it's, I've, some people love it. Some people hate it. Uh, five packs of meat for $25. And I just watched the butcher cut it. I'm sold. Okay. And he just, I asked him what I told him what I wanted and he packaged it for me. And so I got it fresh. I mean, you can't, you can't beat that. And it's down the street from my house. Um, yeah. But at some point, 
it's you you got to start asking questions about what you're eating because what you eat is going to fuel the workout um and the recovery yes absolutely the recovery i look forward to coming home and putting my, my meal together really quick i mean i i'm driving home i have like a 10 15 minute drive home and i am putting it together in my head literally what's in my fridge that can go in my bowl um so did I answer your question? You did. And I love that you brought up the blackberries because I'm pretty sure the last time you mentioned Johnson Farm, you're like, they got the best blackberries. Oh. <laughs> it's consistent. <laughs> There's so I mean, the every, everything from his him is good. He has um golden zucchini, uh-huh. which is is yummy. And then my other favorite people are the um the main mushroom. I love mushrooms. Um they are my favorite. And they and some of them, when you cook them right, they taste like chicken. I think. A year, two years ago, I made um, lobster rolls out of the, which mushroom was it? I can't remember the name of it, but I made a lobster rolls out of it and it tasted just, just like a lobster roll. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I'm not a mushroom fan, but I got to try that, I think. Oh, love, love them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, that is, um, you know, to your point of even if you went and did, or people maybe not from this area, if they went and did like a, a CSA box, a community supported agriculture box and, and find a farm local to them that, that offers that, even if you do get something that you have no idea what it is or what to do with it, pop yourself on Pinterest, put in the name of the thing and up pops a bunch of recipes. Like it, it is literally that easy. And sometimes I do that when I'm like, okay, well, this is on sale. I'm going to get this. What is it? What do I do with it? Um, and, and yeah, like you just come up with a recipe and, and just try it out. There's no harm in trying it. I think that's, that's the whole point of it. So. I mean, we do it for everything else. How should I dress? How should I wear this outfit? Or how do I do this theme for my kid's birthday party? Just mm-hmm. hop on there and like, Describe an idea. And that's most of the time it doesn't take super long. Yeah. That's a it's great good for point. your brain too, to like get out of that routine of I'm going to saute this chicken. I'm going to do it this way. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to put this chicken in the skillet. And then I'm going to put the skillet in the oven. <laughs> those thighs get crispy and like yummy. <laughs> and those red onions caramelize. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really just the variety is we all need so much more variety than we're getting right now, especially with nutrition, especially with vegetables. There are so many people or so many kids or so many parents who are like, my kids only eat two vegetables. Uh-huh. Just keep, keep showing them some, keep incorporating them, exposure, exposure, exposure to vegetables and finding them. And that's a big thing of what we're doing in the, the nutrition club for the summer is exposing people to or exposing kids to new vegetables and why. And, and the whole concept, and this kind of ties in with what you were talking about, the whole concept is getting curious about new things and, and what they can do to support your body. So whether that's a new workout, if you hear us talking about Pilates and you're like, ah, I kind of remember what Pilates is. What the heck is that? Mm-hmm. Try a class, go hunt Simone down and try and find a class and give it a try because that the variety for nutrition is huge because we need a nutrient profile. That's, that's different every day. Right. Uh, but the, the variety within your workouts as well, because you're, you're different. Like you said, those different muscle groups need to be exercised, need to be, you know, find the balance with those as well. And so like variety and getting curious, I think about what certain things can do uh, should never be a barrier. New vegetable, new movement. Mm. Love it. That could be like the goal of the week or the goal of the month, like find a new vegetable and find a new movement or a new fruit. That's fine too. But um, yeah, or a new cut of meat. I don't know. New, a new mushroom. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. So, all right. Anything else that you wanted to share or anything else that has been on your mind talking about exercise a lot lately, or, um, you think people need to know about either you or about kind of what your, your messaging is all about. Uh, I guess I would say that, um, a community and I say this, I say it all the time, but like I started out of community workouts, like, back in like, I think it was like 2011, just doing community workouts. And that just grew and evolved. And I'm still doing community workouts. And, you know, whether I serve everybody, it just happens to be mostly women for the most part. And that's absolutely fine. Um, but I just think that it's important that when you're when you're working out, I don't know if it's age or if it's just where I am right now, but I think it's important to be able to have a group that you can lean on to support you and to push you at the same time and to encourage you uh, to get your movement in, to try new things. Yeah, I mean, I just that's that's where I am. Um, we I've got workouts that run all through in the week. And by the end of this summer, I will be in my own space. Yeah, so, that is so exciting. Yeah. So then we can do this in person. Like, <laughs> are you gonna have a built in studio? Yeah, no. Oh. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Fine. So excited. So we can do it in the studio. So. <laughs> So, yeah. That's awesome. And, you know, just for clarity too, I mean, I know what you're talking about when you say community workouts, what does that mean for somebody who may not know? So on Wednesdays right now, I host like a free or donation based workout. Anybody's welcome. Like everybody can come to the park. Like you don't have to schedule or book, just show up um, and come just get a free workout. You know, if you feel led, you want to donate or something, that's great. Otherwise, just come and do the workout. It started out of the month of May, where it was Mental Health Awareness Month, and all I wanted to do was create movement. While I was like, are you going to keep doing this? I'm like, this feels really good. Um, and I like seeing you come back. And I just love people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it, it just makes me feel good. Like, selfishly, I'm fed from seeing people like, light bulbs come on and form is better from week to week to week or activities or or level of exertion has changed or you know just like people pulling me to the side to show me like this was my before this is my after or um this is what i did what i used to eat for breakfast and this is what i eat now or like just creating consciousness because some at some point throughout our day we kind of just unconsciously walk through we're just numb. We just like, we just walk through like, okay. Autopilot. Yeah. Autopilot. Exactly. And so to come in and like, Hey, wake up, let's do this. Re-energize. Guess what? And you don't have to energize you. I'm going to do it for you. So let's go. Let's move. What can I offer you? You're going to serve yourself. You're going to sabotage yourself. You can remind yourself why you came or go sit on the sidelines. Like, choices you got a choice some people come and just like are there and they do what they can but they come for the community mm-hmm. because there's a difference in doing it with a group and then just doing it at home in your living room right you know there's a, there's a big difference you've been in the house for a while come on outside yeah and like you said bring the kids and and yeah. it's at barnett park right mm-hmm. yeah it's a huge space fenced in 
Like mm-hmm. your kids are going to be safe. Yep. Just go and do it. Yeah. We've got okay. some extra visitors in the park right now, but I mean, that's a whole nother topic. What can you do? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. So yeah, show up for Wednesday. Where can people find you on uh, the interwebs and how can they connect interwebs. with you? <laughs> uh, Instagram is probably easy. Um, just Smack Fitness or Facebook um, I'm on there. Websites being revamped. Mm-hmm. so Refurbished. <laughs> Repurposed. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's evolving. So. It's not leftovers; it's evolution. <laughs> she's evolving, um, and I'll yeah. link all that, of course, in the show notes um, for people yeah. to just click on and, and connect with you, and uh, hopefully be at one of your you know classes and free classes and talk to you about joining your your fitness uh, groups as well. Um, do you have any pop up classes coming up that you want to talk about? I don't. Mm, no. And just for the summer, so many people travel, um, probably as we get closer to August, I'll probably be, I'll definitely be offering, um, some pop-ups I'm in Greenville this weekend at the naughty natural hair festival. So I get to be on a panel to talk about fitness and all things and a little bit of a demo, um, in Greenville, but nope. Otherwise I am five days a week. That's great. Well, and that's a, an even better reason why people need to follow you because you do offer pop-up classes throughout the community at various times. And so uh, when you do start offering them in, at uh, different places, they'll be able to see that because you post about it. So yeah. um, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Simone. It's always thank a pleasure you. talking with you and, and hearing about you and, and everything that you offer. So I just adore you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That episode was so much fun. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. She is one of my favorite people, just always a positive ray of light. And uh, again, follow her on Instagram at Smack Fitness. I will include her uh, handles and everything in the show notes. You can just click on that, hit follow. She offers some wonderful tips, some encouragement, and she's just fun to watch with her family and with her groups. If you are interested in checking out her group, but maybe you're a little intimidated, follow her on Instagram and see how not intimidating it is and how wonderful and amazing she is and how how loving and encouraging she is with all of her clients and the people who take her classes. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Food Factor Podcast. It is my personal mission to help people make the best food choices that they can for their particular situation. So if you found this episode helpful, I would be so grateful if you would share it with a friend or a family member or somebody who needs to hear this information and also leave me a review. Those are the things that help get this podcast seen and heard by more people who could use the help as well. I really appreciate your support. Thank you so much for listening.